Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, Matt's missive continues uh, with a wrap-up of the previous season that we've just blitzed our way through. Uh, He says, easily my favourite of the new Who seasons so far, and that's in no small part because of Donna. Oh, Catherine Tate, so good. Uh, he said, it's no wonder she's the one coming back for the 60th specials because, as I mentioned, she's probably the one who didn't get a satisfactory resolution for her story. I was fine with that. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I love the tragedy of it. I mean, that's a very Russell T. Davis thing. Everyone has a tragic ending. Um, kills off people you don't want him to kill. He's very mean to us. Uh, as Wilf says, uh, says Matt, she was better with you and all that gets taken away. From the fear of a season of Runaway Brides, loved it but couldn't take that level of panto for a whole season, um, to realising that fear was misplaced and that Catherine Tate as Donna Noble would take her place amongst the best companions we've ever had has made these 13 episodes amongst the best of new Doctor Who. I I agree with you, Matt. I think, yeah, she was, like, A, it was a surprise. She agreed to do it. Um, and, you know, that's kind of very evident in, if you read the, is it a writer's tale? Is that the book where um, it's just a bunch of emails between Russell T. Davis and... Uh, Benjamin Cook, who was writing for Doctor Who magazine at the time. Um, I think he still does. Uh, But yeah, it was a lot of, uh, you know, there was another companion planned. They'd done auditions. uh, They'd written all this stuff for her. And then Catherine Tate's had agreed to do an entire year. And it's like all out the window. (laughs) We've got Donna. And it's amazing. Uh, and Donna is, uh, just makes the show so much better. Um, 
All right, we're going to continue on through the specials um, because there are many. Uh, <laughs> is there four, three, four, five, I think. Um, anyway, the next Doctor, uh, Matt says, never before has an episode title caused so much debate, especially in the previous series between The Stolen Earth and Journey's End when we got that supposed shock regeneration. Oh, that's right, because we'd seen... Um, uh, David Morrissey on set um, in The Next Doctor and the episode was called The Next Doctor and so it was like, oh, is he going to regenerate halfway through this episode into David Morrissey? Is that what's happening? Um, it did not. Uh, <laughs> the Next Doctor, however, says Matt, is an absolute joy and a complete romp around <laughs> that we really needed following the rather more emotional closing episodes of Series 4. There's so much to love provided you don't think about it too much. Cyber Wraith, the Cyber King, Devla Kerwin. Again, we need her back as another Missy incarnation. She's so great, isn't she, Devla Kerwin? I loved her. Uh, and the fantastic David Morrissey as the Doctor we never had. Let's revisit this and find out that his Doctor met up with the Paternoster gang and had their own adventures. I may be grossly muddling time frames here, but who cares? It's Doctor Who and it's Christmas. <laughs> It is, yeah, it's kind of weird like that um, when uh, Stephen Moffat did A Christmas Carol, uh, it was kind of like, oh, you've already gone and done the Victorian Dickensian Christmas episode in The Next Doctor, but plenty of room. Um, also, there is, uh, isn't this kind of vaguely based on a, a, a big finishy one where there is someone who thinks they're the Doctor, but it's kind of more comedy one? Or am I imagining things? Um, but yeah, I do enjoy The Next Doctor. Uh, the next special is Planet of the Dead. Um, Matt says, This is probably mean-spirited of me, but looking at this, you kind of question whether it was really worth going all the way to Dubai to film. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it looks gorgeous. But you probably could have achieved pretty much the same thing with some decent CGI and a frivolous use of a green screen on Canvas Sands. <laughs> Another good fun episode, though, but with the presence of a red London double-decker bus, was anyone else gutted that they hadn't written the bland Lady Christina instead as Iris Wildtime? Oh, missed opportunity. And look, Daniel Kaluuya in what was clearly the peak of his career. Can't think of anything else he's been in since. with this running joke, Matt? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, Iris Wildtime, who drives a London double-decker bus, played by Katie Manning, is a berserk character from... I think she started out in, like, Doctor Who novels or in novels of her own. Uh, anyway, she turns up in a bunch of the big finishes. It is a wild and quite insane character. And almost like... I feel, sometimes feel like Iris Wildtime's character is the way people think Doctor Who is. <laughs> Some people go, oh, yeah, Doctor Who is the thing and the thing. Like, you know, and nerds will be like, actually. Um, and no one ever hears what you say after you say actually. But people just have an assumption that it's about this and that and the other thing. Um, and that's kind of Iris Wildtime. Like, she sort of remembers the Doctor's adventures in the way she wants to. <laughs> and she kind of inserts herself into them like she was there. It's kind of funny. Um, and very silly. Uh, Planet of the Dead... You know what? I read a very interesting comment from uh, lovely Brendan Jones. You've been gone too long. Uh, 
who someone like had challenged people on the internet to say something nice about Legends of the Sea Devils uh, or Legend of the Sea Devils, whatever it is. And he's like, well, I think, you know, it's a perfectly fine episode um, for the middle of a season. It just feels a bit, you know, not amazing when you're expecting, when you haven't had an episode for ages and it's like one special in the middle of whenever. That was also Easter, wasn't it? And this was an Easter special. Um, but yeah, it feels like this would have been great. Like if this had been in between three other episodes, you'd be like, oh, I really enjoyed that one with the fly people in the desert. Um, but because there hadn't been any Doctor Who since Christmas and there wasn't going to be any Doctor Who for like another four or five months, it's like there's a lot of weight on its shoulders and it barely lives up to it. Um, I remember the book that this was based on. I remember enjoying that a lot more than the actual, what the TV show was. Um, but it was fine. And, you know, it had, uh, what's his face? You know, the, the previous Osgood. Um, <laughs> uh, the Waters of Mars, Matt says, bloody hell. How did they sneak this past the powers that be? This is terrifying. The visual of the infected flood victims, cracked, grayed skin, black eyes, wide open mouths with water pouring. It's the stuff of nightmares and I love it. <laughs> and it's got sexy Shane from Neighbours in it. Oh my God, it does too. He came back in the last few Neighbours episodes. I mean, everyone came back. What am I talking about? Um, I mean, with him in an episode centered on water and he never gets a tight, wet t-shirt shot. Is Russell T. Davis even gay? Uh, brilliant though. The perfect winter evening Doctor Who. The less said about Gadget, however, the better. It's also got one hell of a lot to answer for though, and that it sets up the concept of Time Lord Victorious. Three words I wish I had never heard put together. Shudders at the memories of the interactive experience. Oh, that's right. Matt went to the... <laughs> we got his report on... <laughs> when he went to the interactive and found dead Brian Ood in the corner. And it's like, oh, that's his story over. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love The Waters of Mars too. Terrifying. I thought it was going to have um, Ice Warriors in it because of the cracked faces, but they did not turn up. Uh, but yeah, I loved how scary it was. Like, I think part of me loved scary Doctor Who because it was like, you know, so much in my life as a child was terrifying. And this was me going, oh, no, I can deal with this because here's a chance for me to just lock in and be scared of a thing in this moment because I know it's going to be scary and I'm fine. And also then sometimes it was funny. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Uh, next up is the end of time part one and the end of time part two, both of which we have uh, done here in the podcast. Um, Matt says it's the end, but the moment has been prepared for it seems. That seems familiar. Uh, anyone surprised not to see the Daleks? Yes, still. And I'm still surprised we haven't seen any hide nor hair of them in any of the forthcoming specials. Uh, it's a weird old mixed bag, to be honest, Matt says. You've got the cruel tease of seeing Donna in the background and wanting her to be back front and centre again. But the lovable Bernard Cribbins, God bless him, taking on the role of the companion for the two-part special. And it's Bernard and David who are more often than not responsible for bringing tears to the eyes of this heartless old fart. Uh, Nesmith, the Vinvochi and the Master's Plan are all forgettable and a bit silly, but the return of the Time Lords were a little bit too much spittle. 
the return of Sims Master and that wonderful closing montage of the Doctor getting to say goodbye make it a fitting tribute and finale for arguably the best Doctor we've ever had. Ooh, there's a big call, Matt. Um, and then he's got a little sum up of the 10th Doctor uh, saying, Tennant taking on the Troughton role to Eccleston's Hartnell really had the weight of Doctor Who's success on his shoulders. But I don't think anyone can argue that Doctor Who is still on TV now, largely due to him and possibly the most successful run in the show's history. For so many years, Tom Baker was Doctor Who in the mind of the general public, but Tennant has easily taken on this role now. The introduction of some classic new monsters, unforgettable companions, and guest characters who'd recur throughout the future of the series, it was easily the golden age of Doctor Who. But with a complete new broom sweeping through Doctor Who, could it ever be as good again? Spoiler, yes. (laughs) Thank you for that spoiler, Matt. And thank you for that wrap-up. Oh, how fun. Well, that should probably bring us up to uh, the specials. I imagine they're going to be on within minutes. Um, We will keep keep ploughing through Matt's missive uh, and we'll be folding in some more of your comments, your thoughts, your theories. And it's all very exciting here as Doctor Who comes back again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 